0: In the name of Jesus, I choose to cooperate and flow with the Holy Ghost. In this season, I choose to step into my open doors of opportunity. If you are not saying what I'm saying, that means you don't agree with me. Say with me. Say, in the name of Jesus, in this season, I choose not to struggle. I choose to enter rest. I decree. Every form of struggling. Over my life. Over my needs. Over the affairs of my life. Ceases. I decree. In the name of Jesus. Every era of struggle. In any area. Stops. I refuse to struggle. In Jesus name. I have told you. Struggling is not the same thing as walking. Struggling is a cause. Say that when we say, say to struggle is a cause. Say that three times. Is a say that three times. Is a One more time. To struggle, is a to struggle is what? Don't ever use the word say the hustle. Don't do that. Every time you say that you're putting a curse on yourself, and I said that struggle is evidence of oppression and bondage. Because God did not create man to struggle. God created man to walk. And God had put in place everything man needed to walk. It was when man sinned and because of the consequence of sin, struggle, which is a curse, began to operate in the earth. Struggle is the presence of a curse. And a curse is a bondage and an oppression. It is meant to prevent you from manifesting as you should. From living the life that God ordained for you to live. But praise God, Jesus has judged the curse. Say amen. Galatians 3.13 says that Jesus has been made a curse for us. So that the blessings of Abraham will walk in our life. Say with me, say, "I I am blessed to be a blessing. Say, I choose to walk in the blessing. Say it loud. I say I choose, the I choose to walk in the blessing if you have started reading graceful advancement one of the things I said I said the blessing is a spiritual force of grace that God releases on man to give him the capacity to live a blessed life say I've, I've been called to live a blessed life I don't think some of you believe it rise up on your feet say that say with me say in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. because I'm blessed in Christ I have been called to live a blessed life. I've a blessed Say, I've been called to live a blessed life. I've a blessed Say, I've been called to live a blessed, live a blessed life. Blessed. Say, I am blessed. I am blessed. I am blessed. I am blessed. Hallelujah. Do you believe you are blessed? You need to develop a blessing mentality. That blessing is a spiritual force of grace that is at work in your life. It was given to you in Christ the day you got born again. So God expects you to live a blessed life, not a struggle. Struggling is anti Christ, it's anti destiny. Refuse to struggle. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Refuse, say, I refuse to struggle. Refuse to say that. Say, I refuse, I refuse to struggle. Say, I refuse to sorrow. I refuse to, I refuse to, I refuse to, I refuse to tear. I refuse hard bondage because I am blessed. Look at the number. Say you are, you are blessed. Say to somebody, say you are blessed. You are blessed. Say see yourself, that way. See yourself that, way. that way. Talk that way. Behave that way. Behave that way. You, are you are blessed. Tell the neighbor, Say you are, you are too blessed to be cursed. So you are blessed on every side. You are blessed, you are blessed in your going out. You are blessed in your coming in. You are blessed in your basket. You are blessed in your storehouse. You are blessed at your job. You are blessed on the street. You are blessed in the air. You are blessed on land. You are blessed at sea. You are so blessed that even when the enemy tries to curse you, it becomes a blessing. Somebody shout hallelujah. hallelujah. Somebody shout hallelujah. hallelujah. Please have your seat. You know why you are blessed? Because Jesus blessed you. Bible says blessed be God. The father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Who has what? Blessed us. With what? All spiritual blessings. If you see what struggle does. Is to try to make you think anti blessed to make you feel that you are a victim of your struggle. A victim of your performance. A victim of what you can do. Struggle tries to tell you that it's about you. When the scripture says the race is not to the swift. The battle it's not to the strong. Once you realize you are blessed, then you know you are called to live a grace life. Say amen. amen. Are you ready for this? So we, we, we began to talk on programming, if you i'm teaching this like i said on wednesday the series continues in bible study i'm not teaching something different in bible study that's not the way i'm led this year what i'm teaching on sunday i'll continue it on wednesday so make sure you don't miss bible study then continue on sunday is that clear yes. all right if you guys know what it takes to prepare someone you will pray for me okay now we, we began to look at programming for 2024 everybody say programming for 2024 Say, programming my expectation for 2024. What did the Bible say in Proverbs? He said, surely there is what? Let's quickly go there. Proverbs chapter 23, verse 17. I'll read that, then I'll pick up from where I stopped. Proverbs 23 and verse number 17. Are we there? 17 to verse 19. He says, let not your heart envy sinners. I have stressed that but be thou in the fear of the lord all day long why because the fear of the lord is the beginning of wisdom all right verse 18 what did he say can we read verse 18 together i want to go everybody surely for surely there is an end and thine expectation shall not be cut off say amen Amen. how many of you want your expectation to come to pass bible says surely the word surely means guaranteed or surely guaranteed there is an end and your expectation shall not be what cut off and i've told you if you expect nothing what do you get nothing what determines the end is what your expectation now what guarantees our expectation from being cut off what guarantees it to prevent it from being cut off. What is that guarantee that our expectation will not be cut off? And I said on Wednesday, it is allowing God's expectation to become our expectation. Are we together? Are you with me? One of the lies Satan told us is this, that what God wants for us may not be what we want for ourselves. That's a lie. Let me ask you a question. Who created you? Answer me now. Who made you? Now, if God made you, don't you think he had a reason in mind for making you? Can you have a better deal for your life, better than the one who created you? No. The deception that was introduced to humanity was the lie Satan gave Eve at the temptation. Before they were tempted, man depended on God completely and totally. What God wanted was what man wanted. Is that clear? That's, that's the way God designed us to function. God wants what we want to be what he wants. What was the temptation? To shift man from wanting what God wants to what he wants. That's the temptation. God said we should not. That's my expectation. Don't Eat of that tree that is in the middle of the... You can eat every other thing. Every other thing you need was supplied. It wasn't because there was something they were missing. They were were not missing anything. Everything they needed was provided for. The only instruction God said, don't touch that tree. So it wasn't as if God was denying them something or God was preventing them from enjoying. No, everything was good. But the devil came and he said to Eve, God knows that if you eat that tree, you will be like Him. Knowing the difference between good and evil. What was the temptation all about? To get man to become independent of God. That you can run your life your way Run your life the way you want it, how you want it, when you want it. And it is that rebellion that many are still struggling with today in their soul. That you can do what you like. You don't need God. In fact, the only time you need God is when you have an emergency. That way you can go to God and pray. No. God designed us to need him. Tell the number, say, God created you to need him. The day you come to that revelation, it will change your life. The Bible says we are not sufficient to think anything as of ourselves. Our sufficiency comes from who? From him. Say with me, say, I was created to need him. To need him. One more time, say that. I was so if you are doing life without regard and submission to God's word, you're living a rebellious life. And the Bible says there is a way that seemeth right unto a man. What is the end of that life? A life with no divine influence and guidance is a dangerous life. That's why Bible says don't envy sinners. Why? Because they run their life on their terms. They run their life on what they want. And it will be an abomination for God's people to begin to envy sinners. I, it amazes me that there are believers who are wishing they have the kind of life an unbeliever has. Sons of Beli. You wish you are like an unbeliever. That means you don't know who you are in Christ. The Bible says, "Do not envy sin but be in the fear of God all day." Why? Because the fear of God says, "What He wants for me is what I want for myself." Are you hearing what I'm saying? When you begin to disregard the instructions of God, you have entered a dangerous lane. Tell anyone, say, your number say, "Retrace your step." Say that louder. Say, "Retrace your step." if you must enter rest god's expectation must become what let me ask you a question why did you think god gave us the scriptures god gave us the scriptures so that we will program our expectation with what with expectation that's why god gave us the scripture so you want to walk in rest you want to stop struggling then brothers and sisters, you must learn to program your expectation with whose expectation, God's expectation. And we said one of the way or the way that God has given to the believer in Christ to program his expectation with God's expectation is by what meditation. By what? Meditation. Look at the and say meditation. meditation. Tell the neighbor say meditation. Turn your Bible to Romans 12 and verse number 2. Romans 12 and verse number 2. There was some insight that I got while I was studying yesterday. Romans 12 and verse 2. I'm going to say some things about meditation. A Christian who does not meditate Scripture is a Christian who is not ready to succeed God's way. Romans 12 and verse 2. Are we there? Are we there? The Bible says, be not conform to this world. See, when you envy sinners, what it means is that you are conformed to this world. What does it mean to be conformed? It means don't pattern. Can somebody um, somebody read NLT? Be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Somebody read NLT. That's the translation we're using to read the Bible. NLT. Anybody quickly? NLT. Oh, beautiful. Good. Can we read it together? I want to go. Don't copy the behavior and custom of this world. Stop there. So, when the Bible said, be not conformed, what did it say you should not do? Do not copy the behavior and the practices or customs of this world. But let God transform you into what? a new person how by changing the way you think when the way you think changes what will happen then you will learn to know god's will for you which is what good and pleasing and perfect see god's will is god's expectation you hear what i said yeah. Do you know the reason we are rejecting God's will now is because our mind has not been renewed. And the reason our mind has not been renewed is because we are still copying the behavior and custom of this world. Many of us want to look like the world. That's why some of the hairstyle we do. Why do we want to do the hairstyle? Because the person is doing it is very popular. And you feel that if you do the same... Do you like it because people will hear us? You don't look like Rihanna. (laughs) Leave that. (laughs) You want to be like them? The truth is that you envy them. The only regret is that you are not born again. You look at sinners in your compound. They ride car. They live in nice houses. You that go to church, you live in one bedroom. Once Satan begins to deceive you to think like that, then he has got you. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Value is not in comparison. Value is in who you are in relationship with. If you are in relationship with God, you are blessed. Oh, you didn't hear what I said. You didn't hear what I said. You need to read your Bible long enough to know that if you are not in Christ, your future is not guaranteed. did you hear what I said. For two reasons. Number one, it's not guaranteed here. Two, it's not guaranteed over there. Because we only have a particular amount of time to spend on earth. Are you hearing what I'm saying? No matter how stupendously wealthy somebody is in cash, he will die and leave it one day. You know that? I mean, some of us don't think that far. He will die and leave it one day. No matter how palatial your, your house is, you, the, your house is like plain, Your house is like boat. Your house is like uh, uh, whale, fish. It doesn't matter. There's a house in Sapele. I went there recently. When I was in secondary school, it was owned by a guy who owns one of these oil services. I don't want to mention his name. It's late now. That house was the best house as of that time in Sapele. It was like a sightseeing Sport. When you pass it, you cannot help but look. Whether you are in keke, Hokada, taxi, you will bend neck. Do you know what they are using the house for now? Church. Church. The eldest son of the man just disappeared. He was going to be one day. The rumor is that they kidnapped him. Till today, they don't know where he is, whether he was killed or not. That's the vanity of human wealth. Jesus says, the treasure you seek for here, it can be stolen. But if you seek treasure in me, it cannot be stolen. It can't. All these, you know, part of the reason why some Christians are frustrated is because they are comparing their expectation with the world. They want to be like the world. And what you do not realize that is putting stress on you. You were called to be better than the world. And in Christ, there is rest and there is peace. And you can't buy it. Do you know that no matter how much money you have, if you have no peace, you can't enjoy it? You know that? There are some people who are living in houses you will want to, you will be asking God to give you, but they cannot sleep in the night because sleep is a gift from God. Proverbs 3.14 says, you shall lie down and you shall not be afraid. You shall sleep and your sleep shall be sweet. How many of you know good sleep is a gift? Yeah. Some people, they can only sleep with drugs. You don't know what God is doing for you. That's why your your mind must be renewed. So you can begin to embrace God's expectation. And how can our mind be changed? It is through the scriptural process of what? Meditation. Everybody say meditation. Meditation. Write this down. If you refuse to meditate, your mind will not change. Your mind will will not change. If you refuse to meditate... Your mind will not change. You will continue to copy the behavior and custom of this world. That's what you will do. You want to beat them with their bone straight hair. You want to put them with the latest eyelash. You want to beat them with the latest iPhone. There's no end to that vanity. Today is iPhone 15. Tomorrow, iPhone 27. It will never stop. That's why things don't satisfy us. The popular song today in another five years, people will forget it. Because the only consistency that is fresh is Jesus. Do you understand that? If it's a car, it will fade. How many of you still see Mercedes-Benz on the street? I mean, those 200, 230, V-boot, padded. How many of you still see it? It's becoming an antique now. That's the vanity of human things. There was a time if you bought padded V-boot. How about? Timothy will tell you now. You are something, in fact, you've bought heaven. When you come down in the car, it's as if you are walking on the air. <laughs> when you close, you know, say, close, say, close and gently, gently, gently. You say, which book will you get? Is it padded? Yeah, no, 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 be padded. When last did you see padded V-boot? That's mad. When I started driving M-Class, it was, then it was coming, it just came then. But how many of you know that it's beginning to fade out? That's the vanity of human. So if you want to rate your life by things, you will aspire. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Yes, sir. The key is to learn to know God's will by the changing of your mind or the renewing of your mind. And how do we do that? For you to embrace God's will, which is God's expectation, you must learn how to program your expectations. When your expectations are programmed with God's expectation, brothers and sisters, You'll be seeing the way God sees. And you'll be flowing with God. Say amen. Yes. If you are going to enter rest, you must learn to program your expectation with God's expectation. And we'll do that through meditation. All right? Now, write this down. Meditation helps us program our expectation with God's expectation through <coughs> the renewing <coughs> of our mind. Yeah? That's what it does. Meditation is the scriptural process that God has put in place to help us renew our mind if we are going to be transformed so we can do the will of God, our expectation must embrace God's expectation. And the way we do that is through meditation. Meditation. Meditation helps us embrace God's expectation. Can I tell you this? As a mother, be very careful. As a father, be very careful. Your expectation from your children if it is not sanitized by God's word, it will be stressing you. One of the the indication or the acid test that your expectation aligns with God's expectation is if the expectation is putting stress on you. Hello? Have you seen families that expect such a performance from their children and it's in the flesh? And once they don't do well, they become bitter. They become angry with the child. So you are a useless coconut head. When you call him coconut head, you are adding to the problem. Because any small intelligence he has more, coconut will replace it. Because there's nothing inside coconut, only water. That shows your expectation is not sanitized with scriptures. There's It's about promoting your ego. Promoting your pride. Showing off. That's an adulterated, corrupt expectation of success. Divine success is to be a blessing. Why do I want to succeed in Christ? So others can be blessed. That's proper expectation. And it takes scriptures to get there. Because the thing is that, let let us understand this, the day we got born again, our majority of our expectation is rooted in the flesh, whether you like it or not. That's why God says, Be not conformed to this world. We have embraced and learned a lot of customs and practices, behaviors and practices of this world. It is stored in our subconscious mind. So that's why, even the, the day you got born again, you it doesn't mean you start thinking right. No, if you were, Bible will not tell us to renew our mind the day we got born again, our mind must now go through a reorientation in kingdom values and kingdom ways so that our mind can learn how to think according to the new life that we now have in Christ, which many church people have a problem with. Do you know, classical case, you want a job. You can want a job in kind of expectation what do I mean by that? You want a job and it's kind of, why you want a job? So I can take care of my family? So that those people in the village, that expect me to be sending money, I'll have money to send them, you know? So at least I can prove that I'm a man. I mean, I'm supposed to get a job. You you think that's the reason? That's not the reason, though. It's not the reason. You you can want a God enters it. The best way I can explain it to you is Anna. Anna was technically, the Bible didn't call her barren. It says she cannot have children. Pinel, on the other hand, she's just a bone. bone. And to tell you how human beings are, when sometimes we see people lack what we have, there's a tendency to feel superior over them. Have you noticed that? Just because you have children, you may have that tendency to feel superior over the one that doesn't have. That's flesh. Or maybe you have a car, you have this tendency to look down on people that don't have a car because you feel you have a car. Or you live in a nice house, you, you, you tend to look down on people that live in one bedroom. It's called flesh. It's corruption. Anna could not have until one day she discovered the principle. She now she said to God one day, so You know what? I want to give you a son. I know you need a prophet. I'm going to give you a son. If you give me a child, I will dedicate that boy to you all the days of his life. The moment she said that, God told. The Bible said God opened that womb and baby started coming. Most of it is some of you are crying over. You are, your mood is personal expectation, personal interest. I live men they me too, I feel they not say me say me me, I feel do my own. There is no place to honor God in your expectation. Because when it is your expectation, you are the God. It is about you, what you want. There's a difference between when you are chasing a contract with a kingdom perspective and when you are chasing a kingdom with personal interests. When you are changing it with kingdom perspective, your commitment to God will not be compromised. Your fellowship with God will not be what? Compromised. I told you the story of a man who was looking for a contract. He, by chance, I call it by destiny, met the then uh, administrator, um, military administrator for Lagos in a setting. And they got talking and the man wanted to help him. And he said, come and see me in my office the next day. The next day became months. The people between didn't allow him to see the governor. It was so bad. And this guy a Believer, born again. He was making every effort. Ah, all the motivational technique he was applying there. He wasn't working. He would go early. He would try this, he would try that. They were blocking him. But one day he realized that in the name of chasing contract, I don't pray again. I don't go to church the way I used to go. I don't even read my Bible. Every time I wake up in the morning, it's who to call, how to move, how to do this, how to do that. You will always function in that mode when your expectation has not become God's expectation. It's about your selfish interest and your selfish end. So one morning he said, you know what? I don't want that contract anymore. I beg, 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 I beg. i beg. I'm tired. Is hurting my relationship with God, and that morning, he said he just lifted up his hand and began to worship God, and began to pray. Oh, I've missed this! Prayed in tongue and fellowship with God, forgot about it, and what he just wanted was because do you know what it means for Jesus to be Lord? It means He's in charge. How can you pursue work and forget God? How can you pursue contract and forget God? Where do you think you're going? Who will secure the contract? How can you get so involved with, some of you, you are stressed because of your job. Why? Because you are doing the job alone, not with God. And he worshipped God that morning and began to pray and pray and pray. He said for hours and he got to the point in the prayer, he forgot about contract. As he was just writing a prayer and just in Jesus' name, the Holy Ghost said go to the local 6 a.m. by so and so door and stand there. What was the instruction? Go to the local airport at so-and-so 6 a.m. and stand by so-and-so door. It was a whoa. That came from the Holy Ghost. You know why? Because he had learned to align with God. He was not too busy to seek God like some of us are. When they say, let's pray, you are too busy. You forget that the security of that job is Jesus. If he doesn't secure you, one idiot will just rise up day and say, they should sack you. Or you don't know what God is holding for you. Or what God is keeping for you. Then you can become so carried away and forget that the favor you are enjoying is because of him. And now you don't have time for him anymore. So he said, okay. Next morning before 6, my brother was there. At exactly 6 a.m., the governor in Mufti shirt with no security aid, just walked out of that door and he was standing there. Only God who knows all things would have seen that the governor in a brief moment would be alone and would pass that door by six in the morning. Only God who knows that. And because his son is submitted to him, he led him to be there at the right time. Tell the number. say, what you need is to be in the right place At the right time, doing the right thing. It's not just to be anywhere. Those who be anywhere, see anyhow. So meditation is key. What did I say? Meditation is key. Meditation. Write this down. Meditation helps us to align with God's expectation. Don't live an out of alignment life. When you ride a car, if your car is out of alignment, it starts to affect the tires. The tire will begin to worn out. To destroy them over time if you don't correct it. That's why the car, if you leave it, instead of going straight, you'll be going back like this. Because it is out of what that's how some people Christianity is. It looks as if it's going front, but it's going corner. Because they are out of what? Alignment with God. Praise the name of the Lord. I say praise the name of the Lord. Are you still here? First Timothy 4.15. First Timothy 4.15. <coughs> what does the Bible say? Meditate upon these things. First Timothy 4.15. Meditate upon these things. I'm going to read King James. You can leave the NLT. Meditate upon these things. Give thyself wholly to them that your profiting may what? Appear to all. NLT says, give your complete attention. Another meaning of meditation is what? Complete attention to these matters. The King James call it these things. Now, he says, throw yourself into your task so that everyone will see your progress. I, I default to King James on this one. He says, give yourself wholly to them. What is them? To the things you are meditating upon, so that the profit they carry may speak in your life. Write this down. Your fruitfulness is in the word, not your effort. What did I say? This is one of the mistakes many of us don't know. We're making. How fruitful you are is not in your skill. Your skill only helps to channel your fruitfulness. If you have not connected with fruitfulness through the word, uh, you can be as smart as any person, but you won't go very far. For the Christian, for the believer, for the born again, your fruitfulness is where? In the word. What makes us fruitful is where? The word. Somebody said the word. When you understand this, you will know how important meditation on the word is. That whenever I want to meditate, I am giving complete attention to the source of my fruitfulness. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Meditation is what? Giving complete attention to the source of my fruitfulness. Because what makes me fruitful, it's not my effort and my connection. What makes me fruitful is God's word. Did you hear what I said? So if you don't have time to meditate on God's word, what you're saying is that you don't have time to be fruitful. Are you hearing me? I will define this and I'll stop. What does it mean to meditate? I like what they said here. To meditate means to give complete attention. What is complete attention? It means to give your mind to matters. Everybody say matters. The King James calls it these things. What are these things? Very simple. They are the instruction of scriptures and the leading of the Holy Spirit. What are the matters? Write this down. The matters are what instructions of scriptures and the leading of who the Holy Spirit. Those are the things you give your attention to, because those the instruction of scriptures and the leading of the Holy Ghost is the source of your fruitfulness, because they come from the Word. So when the Bible says give a complete attention or meditate, it means give your mind, give your attention to the instructions of scriptures. And the leading of who? The Holy Spirit. Rise up on your feet. Hallelujah. Come on. Have you been blessed this morning? All right. Rise up on your feet and begin to talk to God.